Welcome to the Heart and Home Podcast. We're your hosts, Shannon, Ashley, and Jessica. We want to normalize mental health and show how it can affect all the different pieces of our lives and provide some solidarity and community. Thanks so much for joining us. We're so glad you're here. Hi, welcome back to the Heart and Home Podcast. We're your hosts today, Jessica and Shannon. Ashley is out today. She has been battling a cold the last couple of days. So we are going to be filling in for her today. We're going to be talking about self-love, detoxing, maybe whether it's relationships. Um, Something that comes to mind for me is social media, kind of going through all of your followers um, and who you're following and, and just kind of getting rid of of those things that don't fulfill you anymore. Um, And also along with that insecurities as well. So it's gonna be um, a heavy topic today, but really, really good stuff. Yeah, definitely a heavier topic, but so important. I think we've touched on this in previous episodes and always good to circle back to because building your own self-esteem and like trying not to worry so much about what everyone else thinks about you is a work in progress. I know for me, I, over my you know, life, I've definitely fed off the approval of others a lot. And I think I've gotten better about this. Like it's not something that I focus on as much now, but I definitely want it to be a continued work in progress for myself. And as I watch my kids grow up. I agree. I feel like my, as you were talking through that, my biggest like feelings that came up with that is in a professional setting and, you know, you want to do good. You want to do great and impress people around you. And I feel like that really takes a toll on you mentally because then you're just, you're constantly trying to impress and make sure you're doing good enough. And, you know, there comes a time where then you just kind of lose all sense of confidence that you had for yourself at the beginning, because then you just keep trying to either it's win people over or just, try, I guess, and, and make yourself better, even though you're probably great just the way you are, at least like, that's something that I've really struggled with is knowing when something is, is good enough to just kind of, you know, maybe send to somebody for a review or whatever it is, maybe it's a project. And I feel like I'm having a tough time with doing that because I just want to make sure it's perfect. And I don't believe in myself maybe as much as I used to. And I think it goes back to I that I just don't I don't tell myself nice things. And I think that's where at least self-love for me comes in that I know I need to do better is it really is telling yourself nice things. It's saying like, you did really good today or you did really great on that project. I love how you, you know, maybe incorporated this or that. Something that you would tell to a colleague or a friend or a family member you need to tell to yourself. And I definitely don't do that. And I've seen in the last couple of years that it's really impacted me professionally. I completely understand that. I think, I wonder where, you know, I I try to think about this before I knew we were going to have this as our topic today. And I was like, where do you think insecurity really stems from? Because like, I I come from a very like loving family. My mom, you know, always made me feel special and loved and beautiful and all the things. So it's like, I'm, I'm, it's like, at what point did I decide that like I didn't think those things or you know that I was worried all the time about those things that's a good point I guess I definitely relate to you and the fact of I grew up the same way I never I did not have a household that you know told me negative things they were always encouraging um and so I guess like when I'm thinking about myself and maybe like how 
early on, like late teenager years, it stemmed like for body image and eating disorder habits for me. So maybe that was like my first kind of step into not loving myself. That wholeheartedly came from the era that I was in, in high school with like Instagram blowing up and all you would do is post pictures, but you couldn't post real pictures. They had to be filtered. Um, so I guess I feel like from that standpoint, it was just kind of like everything I grew up with of people, you know, like family meaning telling me like, you're great, you're beautiful, you're all these things. I, in that moment, chose to believe the social media and the people at school or whatever it was. So I think it's just a decision maybe of, of who we want to believe and who did we start believing? You know, I don't know if that resonates with you at all. Like if you started to believe external things, you know, more than what you've been told, but I feel like that was maybe it for me because I just, I didn't believe those things anymore. And I started believing something else. Yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of factors. There's a lot to be said for what we're influenced by, what we're looking at on, like you said, social media or on TV. Of course, I grew up in a different time. We didn't have social media like Instagram and things like that. So I don't think that necessarily played a role in my early years as far as my self-esteem. But I think I always felt the need for kind of growing my circle because as an only child, friends became almost like family to me. So I think that's why I always felt this like need to fill the void of what a sibling would be and want to become friends with more people and kind of grow my circle. I do think that plays a role in it. There's got to be some psychology behind that. But in terms of what we're watching, I do think we need to be careful because there is a lot of things that influence us without our knowledge. And I also think this is a very multifaceted topic in that you've got your self-esteem and self-worth and self-love all very intertwined. It's just how you perceive and take care of yourself, I guess. But just because like in my case, how I seek approval from others, I don't have like a terrible self-esteem. I mean, there are areas I could improve for sure, but I think that overall, like I'm pretty good at taking care of myself and, you know, believing in my accomplishments and feeling good about them. And there, so I think there's just different areas that you can kind of take this. I definitely feel like there's a couple of different parts to this. Like self-love, I feel like definitely is taking care of whether it's your body or your, you know, feelings, your spirit, your soul, all of those things too. And then like, I guess like how I was thinking of it was also in the form of kind of like how you said earlier, how you want people to like you and maybe that was an old pattern or you still have some now but that was definitely a big thing for me as well because I think I based my worth on how much people liked me and that to me was also kind of like well I can't love myself if people other people don't love me I definitely did the actions to love myself you know I would let's say I went and got a massage or I got you know my nails done or I just had a me day and watch TV all day, whatever it was. So I feel like I do actions that are self-love, but you know, I don't even, I don't know if I really believe myself when it's kind of like, okay, but like, do I, do I actually treat myself with kindness or am I just doing these actions and they're still not really, you know, that deep kindness and, and, and happiness below it. So I feel like there's a, a bunch of different ways that you could look at it too. Um, something that had resonated with me, I listened to 
another podcast. Um, she is a, I think she's a motivational speaker. I could go back and look. Her name is Trish Blackwell. And something that she had said a long time ago that really resonated with me was um, like an affirmation you should tell yourself. And it is, I am okay if people don't like me. And like, for me, that just made me stop in my tracks because I'm not okay. You know, or at least I wasn't if people didn't like me, because to me, if people didn't like me, that meant something was wrong with me and I needed to change to make them like me. So, but like through the work that I've been doing with myself, um, I'm definitely okay with people not liking me anymore because they, you know, I, I also don't like everyone either and it has no reflection on me. Um, we just don't get along. And so like, that is something that I have to tell myself frequently if I find myself kind of going back into those old patterns of, you know, like I have to get them to like me. So I have to say these things or, or do these things or whatever it is. I just have to tell myself it is okay if people don't like me. It's hard because you, you know, you watch this happen again, like in your kids and it, it breaks my heart because I don't think that we are meant to be approved by everyone. Again, opinions are so all over the board about the things that we do, the lifestyles we live. And you're going to have some people that are like, oh yeah, that's totally, I agree with that. And there's going to be other people that are going to say, I would never do that. Or I think that's ridiculous that you do that. And I, and it's hard to please both of those sides, right? Like you can't be on both sides. You're going to have to just be you. And that's what I try to tell my kids is like, you have to be okay with just being who you are and not trying to morph yourself into something else. And just because you may not jive with another person, your personalities are different, doesn't mean that you need to change who you are. And I also think that we can sometimes misread a situation where we can think somebody doesn't like us or doesn't approve of us. And it's really just that they're just different than us. Their personalities are different. They're not as warm and fuzzy on the outside. They may be more closed off. And I know I've misread personalities and situations exactly like that. And so again, and that's where it's all part of a growth, like a personal growth journey where you start to learn more about, okay, did that person really feel that way? Or am I just reading this wrong? I completely agree. I feel like too, in terms of detoxing, what has helped me, and I learned this um, from from my old therapist when I was getting help for body image. And she told me, she said, um, like when you scroll through your social media, what do you see? And I told her, I'm like, you know, people, um, you know, maybe it's, um, what was it at the time? Maybe it was like, even if it was like ads for like, let's say I was following like a department store, you know, wherever. And then they had ads for the summer and somebody was in a swimsuit that triggered me a lot. So something like as easy as who do you follow on social media? And then she challenged me to go through everyone that I followed and ask myself for every single one of them, um, do what are they bringing to your life? And if it's not something good and I don't have a good feeling with it, I needed to unfollow them. And I, I was so surprised at how hard that was to do because I was still in the mindset of, I need people to like me. I need to be looking at what they're doing. Um, so maybe if it wasn't even like the storefront, but it was like people, maybe it was people I went to college with or whatever it was at the time. And it was really hard for me to unfollow them because I just felt that urge of, I need to know what they're doing. I need to 
um, then do that because clearly they're being successful and they love themselves because they're smiling in other pictures or whatever it was. So even kind of going through and just doing a little detox of your social media sites can really make a difference because if you log on to them and you immediately see things that are triggering to you, like that is that is not helping you at all. You know, if anything, too, at least for me and my experience, it would make me say, you know, very unloving things to myself. So it was important to me to to remove those things so that the first thing I did when I opened up my social media, instead of, you know, being like, oh, you don't look like that or you need to lose how many pounds because of that. And really, it was just I didn't. It was it was a lot of body dysmorphia. When I looked in the mirror, I saw somebody 50 pounds heavier than what was actually there. So a lot of my detox, I feel like had been going through social media and I'll do that today too. And it might not even be with body image anymore. It rarely is. I'm, I'm on a good path with that. But now it's kind of like, oh, like look at maybe what they have. You know, like now I'm at the point in my life where, you know, I'm really starting my family and all these things. And it's now looking at what other people have. And that is just, that's horrible too. I know we did a whole episode on that. Actually, I think we, we called it keeping up with the Joneses, but like just always constantly having, um, almost like FOMO, you know, like either fear of missing out or like that. I just like, I don't have what they have, or I'm not doing what they're doing. And it's easy to get in your, in like that mindset. I think detoxing can follow us in so many different parts of our life. Like our careers, you know, if you find that like you're in a job, I've heard of people say like, oh, I work in such a toxic environment. It's just really Mm -hmm. this or that. And it's like, you know, I'm not encouraging people to just like go quit their jobs tomorrow. But I feel like you definitely need to evaluate at some point in your life, the things in your life that you know are creating like an ongoing pattern of, you know, the feeling that you're not good enough or the feeling like that you're falling short of something because is it really you that's that's falling short or is it because of the environment you're in, you know? Right. And, and then not accepting like, oh, this is just what I get. You know, like this is just my life and I have to accept it. You know, this is the job that I have. And I guess these are just the cards that I've been dealt. Like you deserve so much better than however you're feeling at the job or in your family or wherever you're feeling those things. You do deserve better, even if you've never thought that you did before. Um, definitely don't settle on on any of that. And even if it takes a year for you to, you know, find something you really love and want to do. And then by the time, you know, you are able to transition from that job that you don't really enjoy to a different one, like, regardless of how long it takes, like, it is still worth it. And and you are still worth it to find something that you love. It's not just, well, these are the cards I've been dealt. Like, I really, I really feel like we are not in control of everything by any means. We're not in control of a lot, but we are, we are in control of a lot of the things that matter. And one of those things I I do feel like is, is the path that we're on um, to a point. So I would definitely say if anybody's kind of feeling like that, where they're just stuck and they feel like they have to accept it, like you do deserve better. Yeah. And I feel like too, like also maybe look at it as, are you, are you comparing yourself to others or are you truly just on your own journey and following, following where you want to go? Because like, that was something that kind of along the lines of like, where self-love for me is where I did not practice self-love very well is when I would just be constantly comparing and, you know, whether that was body image, what they have, what I have, where they were at in their career, maybe versus me. Um, 
like even even when like so I can't remember what I did when I was in college I feel like I remember I had switched up programs a couple times and I felt like I felt like I took a semester off for whatever reason and because then I was graduating at a later time um than like my high school classmates I like I would beat myself up so much for that because I'm like I like they're ahead of me now career-wise like why am I you know not up there even though you know I I took that semester off to really start job shadowing and diving into what I wanted to do so even though it was because of a really great reason it was yep. just in comparison and so like I did not do well with that with with self-love and now I catch I catch so many people doing it because like I mean I still do it myself but like Tanner and I like to watch The Bachelor and last night oh. we were just like oh gosh like she's comparing her herself with him to other people she's got to just be true to herself and now I'm just like talking about it all the time with people because I I completely know how hard it is to get through and just how much it takes away from your life it truly takes away so much happiness when you compare your life to other people and you know what it comes down to and what i've recently been really putting into practice is it's not a race life is is not a race there's no winners there are no losers everybody are, is just simply on their own journey and it is that is all there are no winners and therefore there's also no losers. And that's that's been very helpful too. That's a great perspective. And also too, I think sometimes we are put in situations, like when we talk about detoxing, I think sometimes we're put in certain places to, to grow from them. And then they also sometimes lead us to an open door for another opportunity that is better even waiting for us. For example, like I know, like I didn't take a traditional career pathway to where I'm at now. Started out as a dental hygienist, moved my way through, went back to school. And I am now in healthcare recruiting, but like I have gone through different, you know, career stop points to get here. And not all of them are great. And some of them, you know, I even felt like, you know, what am I doing here kind of thing? And I'm like, now I get it. Like now the bigger picture, it like almost opened my eyes to, wow, I can see now why point A led me to point B and C and so on because here I am in a career that I love and yes there were moments where I'm like okay this this is this is not a good place for me I this I need to detox this from my life and but thankfully it led me here now so I think sometimes we have to go through the hard times and the the uncomfortable moments of our lives to get to the to the good stuff and that's you know that's also a tough thing for a college kid to to hear because they feel the pressure to make decisions for the rest of their life. Like I need to know right now what I'm supposed to be doing forever. And it's like, well, good luck with that because it's probably going to change. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a very good point. I mean, when do we, um, everybody start asking kids, what do they want to be? Like probably like three years old. We're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> and then, yeah. You know, going into high school, same thing. It's like, where are you applying to college? What do you want to do? It's yeah, it is a ton of pressure. So no wonder, you know, we kind of a build build on you know comparing ourselves to other people's journey is because we kind of maybe feel like just from the environment and and just society in general of that being an expectation of knowing what we're going to do before we even and do it and then kind of leads us into the other things in our life too like that yeah, exactly Ugh. Well, I think this is a great topic. I think we could definitely branch off of it and, you know, we'll bring it, maybe we'll circle back to this in a future episode and talk on maybe more relationship related stuff. But 
I think it's good to touch on and always good to, to remember that it's an impossible expectation that you're going to like every single person's going to agree with you and that everybody's going to want to, you know, be best friends with you. And like, I, I've definitely learned that it's okay. It's okay. Like you said, I mean, mm-hmm. we're all different and I don't, I, mean, I don't personally want to, um, force anything like force friendships, force, you know, work relationships. Like if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, if it's not, it's not, but you're on your own journey. It doesn't change who you are. Mm-hmm. I agree. And another thing with that is like, I don't know if you do this, but there's been, you know, several times if I, you know, leave a situation, whether it's social or professional, and then, you know, I'm like, oh, like, why did I say that? I wonder if they don't like me now. Like, oh gosh, they probably thought I was, you know, this and that. Like, I just really wasn't being my true self because I was nervous or whatever it is. Um, you know, maybe like walk away from those situations instead of feeling like, oh, I wonder if they hate me. Like, you know, now it's going to be so awkward when I see them the next time. Instead, just tell yourself, you know, what if they liked me? What if they, what if they liked me? And if they don't, that's on them to then come to you if they didn't like anything that you said or did. But if they don't, that's not on you. So completely relieve yourself of the, you know, what if they don't like me? If they don't, that's on them to come to you. And and what if they did? I would just kind of, you know, maybe go away from any conversation of, well, what if they liked me? And then- that's all. I think that it's like the most important thing is at the end of the day, being yourself, right? Being yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if you're morphing to try to be accepted by other people, you're not going to be able to sustain that. First of all, like you need Mm -hmm. to be who you are and that's where you're going to be the most happy. And so I think like, there's so many quotes out there about like surrounding yourself with the, with the people that believe in you and the people that lift you up and the people that are, you know, accept you for you. And it's so true because you can't sustain trying to be someone else for someone else. Mm-hmm. You lose yourself in the process. And then it's, it, it's going to be then a, a harder road to come back from because then you're just really not going to know um, who you are, what you love to do. What are your hobbies? What are your interests? Because yeah, you've been just trying to morph yourself to something else. So I completely mm-hmm. agree. Well, thank you so much, Jessica, for for recording the episode with me. I know with Ashley, we missed miss you, Ashley you're listening um and hopefully she just gets better so she can join us for our next uh, podcast yes that sounds good thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the heart and home podcast find us on instagram and facebook and share with a friend to help us grow our community